You are listening to The Conway Scene Show, where we share interviews with everyday influencers in the Conway, Arkansas area. Here, we also share inspirational stories of local entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Todd Jones. This episode is brought to you by the Haynes Ace Hardware Community Calendar at Conway Scene. Visit the calendar today to see upcoming community events at conwayscene.com slash calendar. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Todd Jones. And uh, today on the show, I have uh, Josh Mayfield from the Natural State Awareness Project in the Sotillo area. Um to, to come on and talk a little bit about what the project is and uh, how you can be a part of it as a, someone who might be interested in uh, conservation. Uh, Josh, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you said you grew up in the area and maybe even uh, went to school at UCA. Yes. I graduated from UCA in 2015. Um, I uh, basically grew up in uh Faulkner County, um, went to school at, uh, St. Joseph high school and, um, pretty much lived in the Saltillo area. Uh, so Lake Conway has always been pretty important to me. And, um, just that whole area in general has always been pretty significant. For, for those listening who maybe don't know, about really where Sotillo is. Can you give us a little bit of a geographical frame of reference? Of course. Sotillo has Lake Conway. It also, I like to tell people, it also sits in the middle of three areas, Conway, Mayflower, Valonia, and it encompasses a lot of townships that are relevant to Conway, Valonia, Mayflower. And um, it particularly is relevant to Mayflower and Conway because of Lake Conway. So when I think of Lake Conway, I instantly think of Mayflower and Conway. If you were driving from Conway to Sotillo, how would you, uh, what direction, how would you go to get to Sotillo area? I would um, always recommend one of the highways, either Highway 365 if you're going towards Mayflower or Highway 286 if you're going to, um, be coming from Conway because Dave Ward turns into Highway 286. So you you take Dave Ward east and you're going to run into Highway 286. And that is the best way to get to Saltillo. If you're going to go on Highway 365, you would have to know where to turn. There's a, a turn you would need to make. Um, otherwise, you might miss it. Yeah, I was thinking it's uh, north of I-40, right? Uh, should be. Yeah, north of the I-40. So you grew up in the Sotillo area. So can you tell us a little bit about why uh, that area and, and Lake Conway is so important to you? Yeah, um, I think uh, having a body of water uh, next to where I was living was was pretty special. Um, being able to just walk down the lake or uh, uh, just being able to get out on the lake. I'm a, I'm a kayaker. I like kayaking. So if I can get out and kayak, that, 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 that's a good day for me. Um, 
it also allowed me to interact with the Arkansas Game and Fish at a pretty young age. Um, actually, uh, I have a story to tell you. One night when I went, I went down to the Game and Fish dock. It, it wasn't too late, but it was it was night during nighttime. Uh, I was just kind of down there walking around, just sort of taking everything in. Nice atmosphere. And the Game and Fish pulled up in one of their trucks and told me they 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 asked me politely to leave because they were trying to catch some people who were Ill- illegally fishing. I'm not sure what exactly they were doing fishing-wise, but this had a big impact on me because I was around 16. I know because I, I was able to drive down there, so I was 16. And um, I realized, you know, that, um, that that's sort of the beginning of how I started thinking about the safety and environmental issues that affect Lake Conway. And it also gave me a chance to interact with the Game and Fish, even though it was kind of under awkward circumstances. They were still very kind to me. They really were. So that left a big impact on me, too. Yeah. And I know I hadn't, you know, I've been in um, Conway since 2010 and we had the oil spill in the Mayflower area. So um, Lake Conway's definitely seen a share of challenges, I should say. Um, And I would imagine that affected the Saltilla area as well. Yes, it did. Um, I've actually had people from outside of Conway uh, tell me that they had heard about that. Uh, when they when they hear Lake Conway, the first thing they think is, oh, that's where the oil spill happened. So it definitely had a big impact. So you were 16 when you had the interaction with the game and fish and around 16 yeah and you know you finished co- high school and you went on to college and you, you know come back when did you decide that you know you wanted to be a part of trying to help um lake conway and the saltillo area uh maybe be cleaner and and uh, better than how it was left for you that came i'd say uh several years later uh i when i came uh to the idea that I wanted to lead and organize a volunteer project, um, I was pretty pretty inspired to do something at the end of 2019. Um, 2019 is when the thought process got going. And then I started working with an organization called Operation Homefront. It's a nonprofit that services military families, and they have several programs um, that, uh, uh, cater to active military members and their families. And, um, I did a lot of operations work with them. That was sort of what they brought me on to do, help facilitate their operations and, uh, try to, try to get their name out there in Faulkner County and the greater Arkansas state, um, because they don't have much of a presence in Arkansas. They're, uh, they're based in Atlanta. And then the region that I was working with was based in San Antonio. Um, so they're, they're very nationwide, um, but they uh, don't have much of a presence in Arkansas. So they wanted me to help them with that as well. So that's sort of where the volunteering aspect came into everything, uh, because I uh, worked with them as a volunteer. And then Hurricane Ida came in 2020, and um, that had a really big impact on me because severe weather has always been a major concern of mine. 
and um, Hurricane Ida did a lot of um, damage to the global economy. Well, I, maybe not global economy per se, but it definitely affected the American economy, which also reverberated globally. Um, so Hurricane Ida was a major blow to a lot of economic activity. And so that's where the severe weather aspect came into it. So what I'm getting at is that I already had the volunteering experience going and then Hurricane Ida came and that's when I started thinking about severe weather. And that's when I realized all I really need to do now is just set a target community. And that target community, I chose a Saltillo, of course, because that's the one I'm most familiar with. That's the one I, I know the most people in, and it's relatively small. And maybe we'll get into this later, but anyone who is leading or organizing a volunteer project needs to try to keep things as small as possible. Um, so that's why I recommend reaching out to as many people as possible. But with the goal in mind that you're only going to be end up working with maybe two or three people because you don't want to uh, have too big of a group because a lot more work gets done when there's less people. You um, <clears throat> in, in regards to that, I mean, I've, I've seen some of your pictures. There's more than two or three people helping you. It looks like you've got a pretty decent group helping you. Is, is it easier with less people to um, maybe inspire more people to help? Well, you see, the bigger the group, the more it turns into a networking event, a lot of socializing, a lot of talking, and that's great. You know, that's another reason why I wanted to do this. I wanted to use this as a platform to get local Conway businesses' names out there. I, I truly wanted to, to do that for them. But at the same time, I've done a couple of these events where there, let's say there was around 10 people there or something, and they just turn into a, it turns more into the, the networking. And um, as me just being a volunteer leader, it's hard for me to jump in and say, hey, let's, let's get back to work, everyone. I, I can't do that because it's a volunteer group and I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make people think I'm, I've got them together to just work. So I got to let them network. I got to let them do what they want to do because that's what they want to do. So I've noticed that when, I, when I've done the events with like three to five people, they just tend to go much better. The networking gotcha. aspect isn't that important. Everyone's a lot more just focused on the, the goal or the, the, the task at hand. And that's why I'm real strongly about the numbers here. Uh, the smaller the number, the more likely you're going to get what you wanted to do it done. You feel like you have a cap is is a five the cap for you know the, the number of people to help in the situation. Uh, from my personal from what what I've from what I've seen three to five people tends to be best. I did have a, a the bet the most successful lake cleanup I had was in 2021, and there was about ten people there, but we split up into a road crew and a lake crew, right. so you had about five people on the lake, five people on the road. So they split into those smaller groups, like I said, and yeah, that would be the five people was about the max. I would, I would suggest, uh, I think had we all been together on the lake, it probably wouldn't have went as well as it did. Um, but since we divided up into five and five, it, it went 
it was incredible. The 2021 lake cleanup event was awesome because the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission joined us, and that was Matt Schrader. Um, so uh, thank you, Matt Schrader, for everything you've done for, for my volunteer initiative. And um, also Seal Solar. Uh, Seal Solar is a uh, local, uh, I would say, Faulkner County area company that does solar panels. And they, a whole crew of them came out there. Uh, the, um, the boss pulled up in a Tesla. Yeah. Yep. He uh, pulled up in a Tesla and gave us a big thumbs up. And um, I was real happy to have them on board because they feel also feel pretty strongly about the environmental and safety issues affecting not just Saltillo, but I, I would say affecting the whole world. Uh, I had a you know a real good discussion with them about it. And um, I was real happy to have them in 2021. It was a fantastic lake cleanup in 2021 and big thanks to jason young who i consider to be one of the organizing partners of this volunteer initiative uh jason young um is someone who helped me with the transportation which is critical when you're doing i would say any type of lake cleanup i mean uh any type of cleanup but especially for this lake cleanup because there was so much trash on lake conway that we had to have a very efficient means of transporting it all. Mm. And by the way, we did that in tandem with the Faulkner County wide cleanup. So we had a place to take it. That's the other critical aspect. You have to have a place to take all the, all the trash when you pick it up. Um, so we always did that in, in connection with the Faulkner County wide cleanup, which is sponsored by the Faulkner County solid waste district. I was also in uh, really close talks with Judge Jim Baker about that Faulkner County wide cleanup. He he was he was very uh, vocal and supportive of what we were doing for the Faulkner County wide cleanup. So I also couldn't have organized this as well as it was without the support of Faulkner County Solid Waste District and especially Judge Jim Baker. Now these late cleanups, if you only, if, how many have you done so far? I've done three. Uh, three. So I did the first one in 2020, which was um, basically about uh, about five people. Um, it, it it went really it went really good, um, but it was uh, kind of for for me as the as the leader and organizer of the event. I was really just kind of learning how to how to how to best do it all. So. I, um, I felt like, you know, there was just, just way too many things to improve on afterwards. So I, I wouldn't say it was successful, but I did get, uh, that one actually had more Saltillo community members there because in 2020, I printed up a flyer and I brought it all around the Saltillo community. I didn't go door to door, but I drove around and if someone was outside, I asked if I could, you know, share my flyer with them and tell them about the late cleanup. And I was able to reach out to a lot of people in Saltillo because of that. And so that was my first, um, that was my first step in the community engagement process. So I've always had community engagement in mind when I did this volunteer project. And um, that's how the community engagement process got going. And you did one in 2021 and 2022? Yeah. So then in 2021, after doing it the first time, it was a lot easier for me to uh, get the get the word out there about the lake cleanup and also about the Faulkner Countywide cleanup, which is held annually in October. 
okay. it was a lot easier for me to get the get the uh, message out there. Uh, so, um, yeah, I was able to reach out to more organizations. I talked to the ride in Conway. The ride was extremely supportive of what I was doing, and they wanted to participate in the lake cleanup. But for just understandable reasons, they weren't able to make the time. Let's just call it a scheduling conflict. But um, they were the ride in Conway was very supportive. And Eric at the ride in Conway is an awesome dude. And I uh, hope he doesn't mind me calling him that. But he's a great person. Uh, Eric and the ride in Conway is a great, great guy. And I have tried so hard to do as much as I can for the cycling community in Conway um, I have talked to to some people about getting some signs put up about cycling in Saltillo because there is a cycling group that comes through Saltillo. It's they call it the Eastern Route, um, but I have not been able to get any signs put up about it or anything yet. So let's just say I'm, I'm hoping to work on that more in the future. So you do these in October, then in coordination with the uh, the, the countywide cleanup initiative that yeah that's and that's yeah that generally is between October 8th and October 10 it just depends on when it falls it, it, it's always on a Friday and a Saturday so I can't say it's always October 8th to October 10 but that's generally when they try to do it is during that time frame I saw some of the pictures and not you know you, you had some people it looked like in kayaks to do the lake cleanup and i suppose you have some people walking around the edge to do cleanup on the edge on the banks is that correct yes ozark mountain trading company and conway has leased us kayaks for all three events so we have a a, a, t- a strong collaboration with ozark mountain trading company um uh chase chase at ozark mountain trading company and conway told me um, we got into this business because we love to float rivers, tour lakes, and fish. Um, our mission is to grow the paddle sports community and help educate floaters on appropriate water safety. So me and Chase at Ozark Mountain Trading Company had always um, had had a lot in common about safety, water safety. And so um, that made it a lot easier for me to reach out to the Ozark Mountain Trading Company and um, they they um, they leased us some kayaks, and um, we took real good care of them, brought them back, and we've been able to do that for the last three years. So I'm um, <clears throat> I'm assuming, of course, that you'll have another one this August in 2022. Not this year because um, I haven't been able to uh, haven't been able to find someone to help me with the transportation. It's such an important part of it to where if I don't have someone lined up by the summer, I can't do it. Gotcha. So unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to do it this year for that reason, because the problem I want to get out there to everyone who's listening is that there's just so much trash to pick up to where you gotta, you gotta haul it. The problem is that there's just so much of it. Um, I wish there wasn't very much to where I could just go pick it up on my own and take it, but that's just not the case. There's so much out there to pick up in regards to trash that I got to have a partner who's going to be willing to transport it for me. And I don't have that this year, so I can't do it. How do you, uh, how is the transportation taken care of? I mean, if somebody with a certain size uh, vehicle, how does that work? Yeah, it, you know, it needs, it, 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 uh, ideally needs to be someone who can haul a trailer, um, 
I mean, it just depends on how much you want to pick up. I mean, we picked up like 15 bags in 2021 and we, we threw them on the, threw them on the trailer. Um, now, um, maybe there was a misunderstanding earlier. We, we already did the lake cleanup for this year. Oh, okay. We're just, we're just not doing it in tandem with the Faulkner Countywide cleanup because I couldn't get someone to do the transportation in October, but I was able to get, uh, my organizing partners, Jason Young and Luke Kordsmeyer to help me with the transportation in June. And so we already did that in June. Yes. Okay. So my next question was going to be, um, I mean, certainly you're not doing it in October this year cause you've already done it, but let's say somebody's listening and they say, you know, I'd really like to be a part of this project. want to help with the cleanup or some other, in some other capacity, you know, how would they go about doing that? Do they get in touch with you? Do you have ideas about what people can do? Yeah. Um, I, always welcome people getting in touch with me but as we as we um all have busy lives that may not that may not be the um yeah uh i would say um just get out there and organize one on your own because um the smaller the better if if someone wants to link up with me you know it it may turn into a bigger group than than is necessary uh, if someone was just to go organize one on their own, um, it would probably be a much smaller group, and I think more would get done. Um, you know, you don't have to do one in the South Tillo area. You you can choose your own target community. You can choose a target community in Conway, a target community in Mayflower, a target community in Greenbrier May, or uh, Valonia. Um, it, it doesn't have to be in South Tillo because the Faulkner County wide cleanup applies to all Faulkner County. Um, so you could do one in Wooster. In fact, the people in Wooster are great. Uh, Wooster is a great example. Um, they are the whole the whole area of Wooster is involved in the Faulkner Countywide cleanup. They have their own transportation for it. Um, their city hall coordinates with the Faulkner County Waste District about it. So I would say reach out to Wooster. Um, because they're very organized around the Faulkner Countywide cleanup. I was very impressed with their work. Let's say that I am somebody and I do want to start my own in, a, in an area that maybe isn't being serviced. Do you have any advice for somebody who's just like, hey, I want to do this in my area? What, what would you tell them? How would you tell them to get started? Well, I developed a strategy um, for this volunteer project. The strategy is called a tier strategy. So that's tier T stands for time, I stands for information, E stands for effort, R stands for resources. Uh, now that may be a lot to, to think about, but um, these are very important steps. So you gotta set time aside in your personal life from work or study or whatever you're doing. You gotta set time aside for it. It's gonna take, a, it's gonna take time. Um, and then you gotta get all the proper information. So you gotta know who, who, are, the, who are the community leaders, if any. Are there any community leaders? Uh, in my situation, there was no community leader, so it was a lot easier for me to just say, "Okay, I'm going to lead. I'm going to lead this in the Saltillo community." Uh, this is the kind of information you got to know. Um, and then effort. Uh, effort is about. Um, it can be as simple as making phone calls. It can be as difficult as lining up someone to to help you with transportation uh, for transporting the trash. 
Um, and then the resources, that's all about reaching out to organizations that want to collaborate and want to work on the project. In my case, I was very successful with that. I was able to reach out to the Ozark Mountain Trading Company. I was able to uh, work with the National Weather Service um, and the, the Office of Emergency Management, Faulkner County. Um, I was able to get all the right resources. And that's an important part of it because volunteer volunteers expect you to have resources. Uh, they expect to have things. Yeah, that's uh, very good advice on that. And uh, you know, it's it's a, quite an undertaking to to take on the leadership of something like that. So certainly, if somebody's already doing it, uh, it might be a little bit um, easier to join the efforts of something that's already being done. And you've mentioned a few areas that already do a good job of that. Um, Wooster, there may be some others. I'm not sure. Um, do you, are you aware of other places like Wooster that do a good job of cleaning up their area? Not particularly, but that's because I have not reached out to very many people outside of what I was doing in South Tillo. I was so laser focused on South Tillo community to where that was my whole, my whole mission was, was to focus on there. So that's the only reason why I'm not, I'm not real sure. Um, but I, I know Wooster is very involved in it because they have a, they have all the information about the Faulkner County wide cleanup on their website. Gotcha. So that's a good sign. If someone's putting all the information on their website, that's a that's a pretty good sign. And to be honest with you, when I was trying to look up more information about what people were doing for the Faulkner County White Cleanup, Wooster was the only one of the only things I found about it, even online. Um, I mean, of course, other than what the Faulkner County Solid Waste District was putting out about it. Other than that, you know, that's the official information. But um, Wooster had information about it, and I was I was impressed by that. Yeah, well, okay, for me, you have really raised um, an awareness about cleanup efforts countywide that I did not know existed. So that's very good. I'm actually going to look into that a little bit more and see how we can help uh, publicize that a little bit better. Um, anything else you want us to know before we wrap this up? Yeah, um, I just couldn't have done this without the support of of the key organizations uh, the key organizations that helped me out through this were the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, the Arkansas Game and Fish Foundation, and the Office of Emergency Management in Faulkner County, as well as the National Weather Service. I also wanted to throw out there that we had a collaboration with CAPCA. CAPCA and Conway is a nonprofit that services um, homelessness as well as low income families. CAPCA stands for Community Action Program for Central Arkansas. I was able to collaborate with um, the food pantry coordinator, Brady Thomas. Brady Thomas told me, we're always looking for volunteers in the community. Any donation goes a long way. We get some grant funding, but the majority of the food pantry runs on donations. And the reason why I wanted to get this out there is because I, I, I believe that food security is a problem that everyone in Arkansas should be thinking about because it has been declared by official sources that um, Arkansas is the second most food insecure state in the entire United States of America. And it was exacerbated by COVID-19. And um, I, I was able to collaborate with Brady Thomas at CAPCA 
For every bag of trash we picked up at our late cleanup this year, we donated a food item. So we picked up 10 bags of lake trash and we donated a food item for each one. So right. we were able to get 10 food items to, to the Capcus food pantry based on how many bags of trash we picked up. And I just want to get that out there to everyone who's listening because um, it's a great way to collaborate with other organizations and to get other organizations involved, which is a critical part of successfully leading and organizing a volunteer project. Community engagement. Yes. Very good. I do appreciate your time, Josh, and, and letting us know more about your initiative. But not only that, but inspiring us to consider ways that we can be a part of food insecurity, as well as uh, cleaning up our, our own communities. Yes. Thanks for coming Happy on the show. to do it. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me, uh, Mr. Todd Jones. You bet. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Conway Scene Show. Please like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Until next time, be sure to encourage others and help our community be the best it can be. We'll catch you in the next episode.